0: Welcome back to Cast, everyone. It's Aaron and Frank, the tank. I don't have anything catchy like that. Sniggles S- isn't the same. Syphilis Aaron just kidding. Shniflis. That's the best I could come up with. Uh yeah. All right. Well, today A Aaron, I mean, yeah, big Aaron, little Aaron. No, A Aaron. You done messed up A Aaron. <laughs> uh, well, today we're going to uh do part 2 of the Optics podcast. Um We actually had to redo it because we uh, initially had a set amount of optics that we could either buy or they let us borrow or whatever. And after we did the first um, optics podcast, we had other optics companies uh, send us out some, uh, which was great. I will say um, kind of a shout out to Leica. They did contact me after the first optics podcast and uh, let me know. That they had increased their um, uh, customer service uh, by I think three hundred percent as far as uh, so they added three more people. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> they uh, they I don't know how actually I didn't ask total, but that they they knew that there was an issue there and they were definitely working on it. And then they were nice enough to send me out um, some more optics to add into the uh, we did we never were able to try the big eighty-two millimeter uh, spotting scope from them. We had the um, the smaller version, which we'll talk about in the spotting scope review, I like that one. Yeah, Frank liked it a lot. Uh, so today we're going to cover high-end um, 10 power binoculars, well, eights and tens, uh, but mostly we tested tens. Uh, we were able to actually test tens across the board and eights across the board on this one, as well as the high-end 15 power binoculars. Uh, Figure just knock this out all at one time. Now, Frank. Yes. Before I get into this, because you got to test a lot of these, um, you were able to test E.L. Swarovski's Noctavid's Zeiss SF um, and Swarovski SLCs. Correct, sir. Which one? Which made you? Which one made you warm and fuzzy? The winner for me um, was, would have to be the uh,
1: Zeiss Victory SF, the ten by forty-two. Mm-hmm. Those, were, those were money. I mean, this was. I have to say, I mean, this is my first year using the higher-end binos. I mean, I had been using, like, you know, the, the mid-range or whatever for the last few years. And um, it was definitely a step up. So, I mean, I, I would like to say that you can't really, I guess you can't really go wrong with any, but this is a, an optics review. So, um, the Zeiss Victory SF, for me, for my eyes, were the brightest and the clearest, um, I really like those binos. Um, I had a lot of time behind the actually the 12s, the SL, the uh, no, those ELs. are ELs. Yep, ELs. the 12 EL Swarovskis. Those are also pretty awesome. But for me, the the Zeiss just just won out. And also, one thing I really liked about them is they're they're lightweight. I'm and not sure what they that's use. on other. my notes
0: here. They're ex- the lightest weight option of yeah, all. Yeah, they're them.
1: super lightweight. I'm not sure what they use for their frame or whatever, but. Um, I really liked them a lot. They're, they're very clear and I'm, I'm happy with them. Yeah. So do you still have those? I still have oh, them. Oh yeah, back. you have
0: them. Um, and then, uh, freaking Broderick's took my ELs from Lost <laughs> Films. I'm not sure. What did you end up with? What, what I got left? Yeah. Um, I've got Maven's, Noctavid's, um, Swarovski's. EL range. Yeah, EL ranges. And, uh, those nikon hg i mean it's not like i'm under optics so i'm not going to complain but yeah the lost brian broderick stole well you know who else freaking bart took my tens my oh, slcs a... and gave me some companions he dropped <laughs> um so bart lancaster has my slcs and then freaking broderick took my el's the the eights <laughs> but he's done enough for us it's a good yeah. trade. Um, Thanks, Brian. We love you. No homo. Um, (laughs) Maybe a little. So uh, we're going to blow back on that one. Uh, So as far as the – one of the things that I I need to get out is just because if Frank chooses Zeiss and I choose Zeiss or Suaro or Leica, that none of these are losers. Um, Yeah, exactly. All of them are top-notch, and you could ask – 10 guys and try all 10 of them and they're all 10 going to pick different um optics because it's your your own eye your, each person's eyes see things differently we're, we're just going to kind of highlight some things to think about um one frank the tank love the zeiss and they're lighter now for me I like the Zeiss just as much, uh, but one note is I have had amazing luck with Swarovski SLCs, and they are $1,000 cheaper um, and extremely lightweight and compact as well. Um, so that's the question. Are the Zeiss
1: for $1,000 more worth that $1,000? That- I have,
0: man, going back and forth, I don't know that they're any better or not compared to each person's eyes. Yeah. If that makes any sense. that. The Zeiss, if you were... It would be hard for me not to say the Zeiss were not the brightest. Um, by how much, it's hard to say, but those Zeiss were money. Now, if I was on a budget, I could not argue to go buy 10-power SLCs to anyone on the planet that wanted a extremely high-end binocular. Now, I... I've ran SLCs and ELs. I personally prefer the SLCs, in my eyes, over an EL. Now, that's not to say the ELs bad. But for whatever re- – re- the different – the way that they – to simplify it, the way an EL is built as far as um, that – whatever the field flattener um, or whatever the hell they call it um, – that makes my eyes bug out a little bit compared to an SLC. Now, I give like kind of like a, a curved look to it almost, or it depends. Everybody says something a little different, but yeah, people will, will say that. Um, the Zeiss is 2699. The Leica Noctavid is 2699. The Swaro EL, um, is 2629. And the Swaro SLC is around $1,800. Now, The Noctavid from Leica, I will say, is probably, as far as coloring goes, the um, most natural, realistic color out of them all. Now, one thing that's weird, if you're used to glassing, if you're accustomed to a Swaro look or a Zeiss look, uh, Calvin Halliday and I talked about this. I thought the Leicas may have been slightly brighter than the Swaro's. But when you're trying to find animals, animals have a different color tint through the Leica compared to the Swaro. And if you're used to picking up one specific color tint of an animal and it's off a little, as weird as it is, it's harder to find the animal. And if you're used to the Leica and go in reverse, because Swarovski almost has an unnatural pop to it. It has kind of a blue brightness um, to it. And a lot of people, especially the competitors, will say something like, the way that that glass is built, it's almost a fake happiness, so to speak. Um, I'm not even going to try to explain that because I'll probably screw it up. (laughs) But none of these optics are bad. Um, If you're going to go out on a budget, high-end binoculars, it's going to be hard for me to not tell you to buy an SLC. Um, If an unlimited budget, I would go use them and probably not listen to me, Frank, or anyone else and go try them in low light if possible. Go to your local Cabela's. Obviously, try them indoors. Um, but if you can, try them in low light situations. I was very impressed with all of them. Um, the, the The Noctavid was a great optic as well. Um, I would say, man, it was hard for me to pick for brightness between the and we're picking fly shit out of chili here for brightness between all of them what i did notice is on a tripod low light and this is off our back porch looking into the wood line um you when it's lower and lower light when when light got lower and lower one of the things you could see was more detail also with the uh Leica spotter um and the noctavids on like uh, like bark, looking at the diff, like pine needles and things like that. Even though the it's kind of hard to explain, the Zeiss may have been actually a hair brighter. There was more clarity in the glass, or it was a bit crisper through the um, the Leica like Octavit. Now, I'm not going to go over all the weights and everything. You can look all of those up. And this is a a bit of a a quick and redneck down and dirty review. Uh, the Zeiss were the lightest, um, probably the brightest. And the uh, Swarovski SLC was almost as light as the Zeiss, a little bit smaller, more compact, definitely the best bang for the buck on a budget. But um, any of them, I mean, they're can't all re- great. Can't really go wrong. No, no. And I, it, I've had several people, if you had all that money, what would you go buy? I'd buy the one on sale, um, <laughs> yeah. Being a, a, coming from a construction worker background, Um but if, you, if, you've got, if you're saving up money and I get this question a lot and this is something to think about, I have a set of 10 power, uh, let's say, uh, Vortex Vipers, loophole, Gold Ring, um, or I mean pick another one, Nikon Monarchs, and I'm looking at dumping $1,000 into a spotting scope. My general suggestion is save that money, sell the binoculars you have, and go buy a better set of binoculars. Um, Ten powers on a tripod are a dangerous thing. You can spot an amazing amount of animals with a good tripod and a high-end set of ten-power binoculars. And you found that out in the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've said this before, but I've started off with a pretty shitty pair of binos got some Vortex Vipers, then I got some Razors and uh, got a got a tripod and ran that quite a bit for, for mule deer scouting and stuff like that. And then eventually I got, like, a Razor um, spotter. And then this year I, and some no, of last Vibre, year I, yeah. I, I borrowed, I borrowed um, some of your optics and stuff like that. So, but, yeah, running stuff, running don't by those. No s- don't be afraid to. It's this new filter, man. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's as big as a basketball. Um, yeah, running binos on a, on, a, on a tripod, money.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely helps. Um, so, yeah, probably not helping you guys out that much, saying they're all really good, but uh, uh, very impressed with uh, those it's new like, guys. It's like one's a blonde,
1: one's a brunette, one's a redhead. I like the blondes, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But well, I won't, a, won't turn down a redhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Lord, depending upon what day it is. So uh, either way, best bang for the buck, Swarovski SLCs. I highly suggest them. I've ran them since 2010 um, on a budget. One of the first that was the – no, I won them at a drawing at a Rocky Mountain – no, uh, the Rocky Mountain Mountain. It's a good pool. prize. Oh, yeah, free is a good prize. Uh, I can
1: afford free.
0: You know, as far as ELs, a lot of guys I know run ELs and love them. Uh, That Noctavid, I'd say, is the most underrated. You don't hear a lot of love about that Noctavid. Mm -mm. uh, But that's a badass optic. So, something to think about. All right, moving on to the 15 Powers. Now, this one, by far, without a doubt, landslide victory goes to Swarovski. Um, They are also more money. But in my opinion, nothing compares to a 15 power Swarovski.
1: Seems like the other companies are, maybe I haven't looked too much into it, but they haven't. Uh, they haven't even tried to compete.
0: Yeah, I mean, we tested, tested the loophole Saniams, uh the Swarovskis, obviously the Zeiss 1556 Conquests, uh, Miopto uh, Miostar B1s, uh, the Maven B4s, and the Steiner 15 to 56HX. Um, now. Oh, I don't have a pull up the price of the Steiners, would you? Oh, Frank's texting. Somebody wanted to come in at are Podcasting. Who wanted to come in? Kyle. Brockman. Which Kyle? Tell him to come in if he wants. I don't okay. Care. Um, crazy Kyle. <laughs> um, the uh, we got to pull up the price on the Steiners. Um, but the uh the loophole Sam is 1450. Uh this is it Steiner. I'm just kidding. S T E I. Um, I before E except after C <laughs> from Oregon Teaching. Um, the Swarovski is 2299 The Zeiss is uh, 15 by 56 Conquest are $1,649. Uh, the Miopto uh, Miostar B1 is 1499 The Maven B4 is 1400 And the Steiner? They're about 1200 bucks. There's two types. Make sure you got the right one. I think you're right. Steiner HX. Yep. Yeah. And they're how much? About 1200. 1200. So you got a little bit of a price variance in there, and all of them except the Swarovski, which is a very big price difference. You're looking at, you know, an extra seven, eight hundred um, bucks depending. Um, as far as when you bump down, I would say that Maven. Um, is definitely going to be uh, one the next for the price point for that fourteen hundred dollar price point. That Maven is going to be a pretty hard to beat. Now the only thing with the Maven is depending upon how close your eyeballs are. So if you got some sister cousin shit going on <laughs> and your eyes are close, the Maven is <laughs> that brother cousin. I don't know. That's funny. Um, and your eyes are close together. The Maven B four. Um, you may have some issues with that because of um, how they, how they, uh, when they, when you close them together, and how big the the eyepieces are, uh, it can be difficult if your eyes are super close together. Um, I was just kidding about the whole sister cousin thing. Um, yeah, we don't want to offend any. I, I would say um, on the Saniams, uh those are a good optic. They're extreme. They're pretty heavy. Uh, was a downside to those. I don't think you'll ever break those, um, but they are heavy. Um, the Conquest, you do have the same issue a little bit with the size of the eye cups, um, which is something you don't run into. I've never seen anybody complain about with the Swaros as far as how far apart your eyes are or close together they are. Um, the Steiners were a surprise for the $1,200. Um, I really like those Steiner HXs. Um, you know, for the money, those it was pretty hard. Going back and forth between the Mavens and the Steiners and the best bang for the buck, Um if your eyes aren't too close together, I'm going to give it to the Maven. If you're, if, uh, if they are, uh, the Steiner HX is definitely going to be, uh, for $1,200 pretty dang hard to beat. Uh, the Zeisses are good. Uh, the Meoptas are good. They're also heavier than sin. Um, you know what? I should have wrote the weights down. I'm not sure who won the race between the Meopta and the loophole for the heaviest, but it was between those two Maven, not being too far behind, but by far, if you got the money, get the Swarovski. um, on a budget, I would definitely um, take a hard look between the Steiner HX and the Maven. Those things were pretty amazing. Now, a little bit off the subject of the review, when to bring 15s. Guys ask me that all the time because when you're if you're backpacking in – now, when we scout, we're a little bit over optic I would say, because we're all running an 80 to a 95. Um, we're all running at least 10s. And some of us have 15s. Now, it's not a bad idea depending for if a guy um, – I mean, sometimes I'll run 15s in my pack and no spotter. You'll take the spotter. We'll both have 10s on our chest. Um, That's not a bad way to do it. Now, when I'm quote-unquote road hunting, I'm packing 15s and a 95. Um, When I killed that buck, we had two 95s and two sets of 15s, (laughs) didn't we? Yeah. And two 10s yeah yeah we were we were we were rolling deep we weren't gonna get outbeat by a optics. optics Yeah, <laughs> exactly. we got four eyes and 16 eye cups um and so when to run fi- tens or when to run 15s um you know a lot of times it's gonna just flat out depend how your eyes are some guys prefer 15s over a spotter you you can definitely glass more effectively in my opinion with 15s um if you got a guy with tens on a tripod and a guy with 15s everything being equal, the guy with 10 is going to get his ass handed to him. The guy with 15 is just going to crush him. Um, So that's something to think about when you take 15s instead of a spotter, when to purchase 15s instead of a spotter. Um, And when you're buddy hunting, is it worth one guy to carry 15s and one guy to carry a 95 or an 80? To me, a lot of times, depending upon how when weight is critical, I don't think it's a horrible idea if you're double tripod up for one guy to have 15s and one guy to have a big spotter.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I think that it's nice that you can have one guy on the 10s, one guy on the 15s, one guy spot something, have the guy in the 15s, take a closer look, on, look at it. And then if you need to, pop that spotter on real quick and then um, take a really good close look at it. So I think it's a pretty effective.
0: Yep, yep, for sure. And then the next big question that I get is, do I buy 8s or do I buy 10s? which is something an inner demon we're all faced with this day and age. (laughs) Um, To me, if you ask guys like, uh, well, let's say Bart Lancaster, Clay Lancaster, um, Brian Martin. um, I'm not going to mention any other names because they don't want me to talk to them. They all run eights. The reason why they run eights is they carry a spotter. They can spot anything with eights that they can spot with tens. They're saving weight, and they got the spotter anyway to pick it apart. That is something to think about. Now, we usually run 10s. Um, I've only run 8s once, actually, um, one season. I've never tried the 8s. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, if I had to do it all over again, I would probably run – I've gotten so used to 10s, it's a mental thing. What are those little bastards you have? The CLs. Yeah. Um, those are 8 by thirty-two. Those are 8s? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would probably run an 8 um, – My, personally, you get more, a little bit more light gathering with eights because no matter what I think I'm going to do, I never leave the spotter at home. And a lot of times we're packing the Hubble, which is a 95 millimeter Swarovski. That's a huge bitch. Yep. Somebody say steak. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, that with the camera gear, you know, gets heavy. So having a little bit less weight on your chest, not that it's that big of a deal, but uh, you get a little more shake with 10s compared to 8s, obviously higher power. So uh, especially if you're going, if you got the spotter and you're going and you're whitetail hunting too a lot or still hunting a lot, 8s probably aren't, you know, you're not looking a long distance. 8s are a better option as far as that goes. Speaking, of, speaking of shake,
1: um, that's why I went back from the, from the 12s to the 10s. Mm-hmm. I like those 12s, but. <laughs> I'm a rapper. <laughs>
0: you're a beatboxer. You like the what? That's why I went from the twelves to
1: the tens because of the shake.
0: Yeah, you just can't handhold. I mean, Doug Rosin, he's a buddy of ours. He runs twelves. I don't. I can't run twelves. Um, handhold them. I mean, I can run them, but I'm shaking like a cat shit in razor blades. It just ain't happening. Um, so yeah, I would say best all around get the tens. But if you're going to run a spotter, um, eights aren't a horrible idea. If you're if you're packing the big heat, it's not bad to have eights. <laughs> eights are great. Uh, you got anything to add?
1: No, I don't.
0: Now, so recap. Frank loves the Zeiss. Uh, I'm in love with all of them, but the uh, best bang for the buck uh, is the uh, Swarovski SLC. But truly, out of those four, uh, any of them, I'll run any of them. They're all great, and I could probably talk you into any one of them for one aspect or another. Um, light gathering isn't everything. There's several other, obviously, things to look at. As far as 15s go... I hate to say it, you got a lot of money, buy a Swaro. I don't say hate to say it, but it's that simple. Swaro is the best. There's no way around. It's not even close. Um, Next on down would be the Maven or the Steiner for the money, Um, you know, bang for the buck. Uh, You know, again, if you find something on sale, it's hard not to buy something on sale. If you find something used... It's hard not to, you know, you get a good deal on it. I mean, run with that. I would definitely, though, if you can, get to a store if you're looking at buying 15s and check the sister-cousin eye problem. If your (laughs) eyes are too close together, you definitely want to – and I'm just kidding about that because mine aren't bad um, spacing-wise. Yours are closer together than mine. I think so, yeah. They are because every time I grab my binos, they're about touching. (laughs) Um, It's almost like a mono –
1: My sisters, my cousin, you're my sister, you're my sister.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so definitely check that out before you purchase 15s and make sure the eye cut placement is correct for you uh, because you'd hate to get those in and figure out that your eyes are too close together. Indeed. Indeed. Spotters. Um, Do we want to do spotters today? We're going to do a part three here in a second. We're going to clamp off of this one right now, um, put the tourniquet on and come back and we'll do the spotting scope review. Sound good, sir? Sounds good. Pop-tarts.